0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 9, Episode 20, The One with the Soap Opera Party. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, I have not checked this for myself because I watched this on the season I bought from Amazon Prime instead of my DVDs. But allegedly Mm -hmm. on the DVDs, it is called The One with All the Parties. Um, no, I
1: disagree. Okay, hold on. Oh, I I
0: see where I went wrong here. There's a like collaborative DVD, the one with all the parties.
1: Oh, because I was going to say, okay, because there's the one in season like two, the one with the two parties. And that's when Mm -hmm. Rachel's parents both try to show up to her birthday. So they have the mom party at Monica's and the dad party at Chandler and Joey's. J Man and Channies. Yes. Um, J Man and Channies, yep. Yes. But, okay. And I was like, this, no, okay. So, so there's, oh, I see. So it's like they have a DVD where every party episode, that's fun. Yes. I that mean, would be, what it, else? So they're, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, a good idea when they made this DVD, Um, less of a good idea now. Oh, yeah. But at the well, time, I mean, it's like how a mixtape. they have ever known. It's
1: like sure. you know, yeah. burned mixed CDs were. It's nece- a greatest it was, hits. It's a great Yeah, hits. exactly. It's a great it was necessary at the time. Yeah. Um so let's say okay, what are the party episodes? So there's the one with the two parties I just said. hmm um, there's the one with the New Year's Eve party where um where David ends up going he like leaves midway through to go to Minsk.
0: Yep. Yep. The one with the monkey. Um, Oh, we've got. got There's a Valentine's Day
1: party, or is that the monkey one?
0: That's where Janice comes. Yeah. That's New Year's Eve. That's the same one. Yeah, you're right. Valentine's Day. One where they all turn 30. Mm hmm. Um,
1: There's a few, there's like different Halloween parties. There's like a couple, a couple. There's the Duty one, and then. Yeah, Duty
0: and Big Bunny. Um, And the
1: one, there's the earlier ones where Rachel showed up and is like, are people eating my dip? And she like got punched in the face by, I'm Rachel Greep or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. Rachel Greep. Um, Um, Those are two different ones, I think. So I found a list and it says it's the one with the monkey, which is the (laughs) the one that we were talking about. Janice, David, Mm. the one with the two parties, like you said. The one with the worst best man ever, where Chandler or Joey oh, throws, and Chandler throw a bachelor party for Ross and the ring goes missing. One with all the resolutions, everybody wants to make their resolutions, which does that a party one? Can't really remember. Um
1: it actually it it ends with them yes, because at the very opening scene they all like kiss each other. And there's a oh, party. Right. Technically, but remember because it's like, yeah. oh Blair forgot her glasses. She's gonna need those yeah. to
0: keep on it. So it's like that kind of barely counts. Right. Um and then the one with the routine, New Year's Rock and Eve party, the one with oh, yes. turn T thirty, and the one with the soap opera party. Okay. Um This review says if you were a there were more.
1: Plant,
0: yeah, there definitely are. Um I mean, even the one with Rachel's birthday earlier in this season where Gavin comes. But I guess they couldn't just oh, yeah. make it all Rachel's birthday parties
1: What about the one with Chandler's Party where he like gets really drunk And all of Joey's sister Oh no it's Joey's birthday party Did you already mention that one? And Chandler drinks all the jello shots Oh no And he kisses Joey's sister Which one
0: though? (laughs) (laughs) My Mary Angela There you go um, but this this review says if you are a Friends fan and do not plan on owning seasons one two four five six seven and nine, this is a great buy. <laughs> oh, they're being serious. It's very um, specific. I o- I'm a it's Friends it's like,
1: but I only own season three. I, I will only not own season own three and eight. One
0: two, four, five. So help five, me, five. I will not buy one two four five six I seven have or no nine. Plans to own. That. Okay, that's a that's a that's a targeted group. That's pretty yeah. specific. Yes. But also, once again, the sign at the times, this was probably like 2003. Um and so I feel like this would have been like a good stocking stuffer. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a good idea. It this was is like, like an under $20 situation for someone who loves yes. friends back when it was more expensive was... to buy the box sets. Yes,
1: I think that's what they're trying to get at is like, if you don't want to have to buy one, mm-hmm. two, four, five, it's like we have eight seasons of Friends worth of parties on one Greatest Hits DVD. Yeah, I see what they yeah. mean. Yeah.
0: Tired of buying all those expensive DVD box sets. Who has a space in your DVD tower for? <laughs> the DVD tower falls over. It's, it's one it? of those yeah. like ones that looks like a zigzag leaning tower. Yes, the, um, the spiral. Oh my gosh, what a time uh, to be alive! The 90s. Hopefully, you guys know what we're talking about, or you're too young to be I'm listening sure. to this podcast. I'm sure they do.
1: Speaking of nineties decor, um, okay. I mean, this is a side a side thing, but uh, we built some wardrobes in our bedroom, and like they're from IKEA, so you know you get like the this and the that, and the doors and the door handles and yeah. everything is like separate. We bought some extra door handles to put on our closet door mm-hmm. and it we were just like so currently there's this like curvy semicircular silver like matte shiny it's like matte silver but still shiny and we just swapped them out for these like nice bronze brushed look like different shape and we're like oh my gosh this like d90s is the house
0: <laughs> yes i mean seriously so good hardware you can do paint and hardware and it can completely change a space on mm. on a very small budget, in my opinion. Like mm. it can make a big difference. Yeah. Um, just we're after some it, new hardware really... for the kitchen too. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. Like your cabinets are nice, so just having like a little more they're modern. Fine. They're fine, but there's nothing wrong with them. They're, the cabinets themselves are not like. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing offensive about them. You know, they're just like wood think... cabinets. They're good yeah, but good right. hardware will make them look more modern. Instantly. yes, 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 uh, yeah yes, that's yes, right. Yes. well, because
1: somebody was over talking about this. We're gonna like redo our lighting. And I was like, Oh, I kind of want to get like a nice pendant light, you know, over the um dining table. And she was like, You should go with silver because all of your hardware in your kitchen is silver. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't want to. And now I'm like, we can just change all those silver handles totally. very easy, Very so that's easy what we're gonna do
0: and effective. Yeah. So So if you need to D90s
1: your house, maybe look at your handles.
0: Yeah, makes a big difference. Or yeah, ugly light fixtures are a big one too. We had some ugly light fixtures that had to go. Had to go. Had to go. I was like, get them out of there. Um, Mm. Yeah, we painted the cabinets and took down the ugly light fixture. And that was pretty much it. Looks good as new. And viola. Viola.
1: Why we say that all the time.
0: Okay, I've never heard you say that. Instead That's of, funny, though. Instead of voila. Yes, I, I understand the rest. You, you get the joke? <laughs> I get the joke. <laughs> just hearing it for it's the first time. It's pretty highbrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ashley and I were talking mm-hmm. about earlier Um, when comedy is really like low-hanging fruit and, you know, it's like just vulgar for the sake of being vulgar, or, you know, we're like 13-year-old can make these jokes. And she said she heard mm-hmm. something along the lines of like it's can you say it? i'm going to mess it up like use your intelligence yeah, or make a more intelligent um, choice
1: it's play at the top of your intelligence
0: mm-hmm. which viola really reaching for the stars there shows you know about Thank classical you. music um well, culture that's culture a ben. culture mozart it's a ben special Chopin. so i him know oh it's so that ben you think he's
1: <laughs> it's playing at the top of his <laughs> top of his intelligence just real I'll appreciate classy. That. The Um, the queen will
0: go polish the silver. I'm sure Ben is waiting for my seal of approval on his humor. I'm sure he's just been waiting for that for years. He he can exhale. It's finally arrived. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so um, we've got this episode. And if you're a member, um, go back with me. To a time a simpler time last week before Rachel had this dream oh. about Joey. Oh yeah. And so Rachel had the stream. Toodledoo,
1: toodledoo, toodledoo, toodledoo. Yep. Toodledoo, toodledoo.
0: Um, it's all hazy, like a safe by the bell flashback. You guys know the look. Um you know. <clears throat> there's wind chimes involved. Um <laughs> So Rachel has this dream about Joey and running lines with him in Days of Our Lives and wanting to kiss him. And she asks Monica about the dream. Like, it doesn't mean anything. But like clearly, she's still thinking about it. So yeah. this episode opens up with them all kind of in the apartment and uh, Joey offering six seats to a great play. So I don't want to get into that too much. But we do have on the okay. side... I just want to kind of set this up because we won't get to it till the very end, but like, uh, R- Rachel and Joey kind of have this awkward moment where they're like running into each other, and it's only awkward because Rachel is giggling like a school go- schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asks Monica, you know, do you <laughs> think that friends can just be friends and still hook up? And yeah, Monica's cool like, around. absolutely not. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Um. Rachel then tries to lay out this whole reasoning of fake people, of why it could be fine, yeah, and she you just, know, she just, just wants, wants to do what she wants just to wants do. The yes, yeah, yes. Yep. Um, but clearly, I do think there is something. So, like we talked about this before, right? When people just like shop for the answer they want. Yeah, but. The interesting thing to me is if you are doing that and you are looking for permission, you know it's a bad idea. You just want oh, someone yeah. else to tell you it's a good idea. It's like, it's less about permission. And I do think it's that somebody like qualifying your decision. Um, but because she knows it's a bad idea. Otherwise, she wouldn't ask Monica. She'd just go for it, you know? Yes. Um. So... We'll come back to that later, but I do love when they're like trying to talk and Monica's like mouthing something and she's like up, down, all around (laughs) doing like a, I don't know. She looks like maybe she's doing like a father, son, Holy Spirit situation. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's like, OK, seriously, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, no, um, seriously.
1: Because she's like, you with the, but the
0: one. She's like, okay, OK, no, no idea what you're talking about. Why would you go in the secret hallway where no one ever goes instead of going, like, in your bedroom to talk? Yeah. Like, I know why, like, Ross and Rachel don't go in bedrooms to talk. It's not their house. But yes. Monica, it
1: is her house. But so anyway, I just thought Monica, that was interesting. Monica be like, oh, Rach, come help me with this. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a good point.
0: Um. So, okay, just let's put a pin in that situation. We've got... um, Wait, before we put a pin
1: in it, I wanted to ask you, you know how you were saying before that, like, Rachel's shopping around? Yeah. Do you have... uh, Okay, well, I don't, like, call out your friends, but, like, (laughs) when this happens and when you can tell that a friend is just trying to get you to agree with something they want to do that you don't think is
0: a good idea... How do you handle it? So I feel like younger me would just try to talk them out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but older me is like, you've already asked me what I thought. I told you what I thought. You're just trying to get me to agree with you. Like I usually just say it. Because mm-hmm. they're going to do what they want to do anyway, and I don't want to mince words. I'm not going to like give you the green light you know, like if you want to do it, you should. But if you're looking for somebody to like confirm, it's the right thing to do. You're not going to find that here. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say, like, like you just say that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have had, I feel like that was a problem more when we were younger. I feel like now it's people asking, it's more people asking for general advice. It's not like, should I do this thing? But people are like, what should I do about this? And you like tell them the very obvious thing and they're like, hmm, guess I should ask somebody else. And they're like, okay, so that was just a roundabout way of <laughs> hoping somebody would bring up what you want to do, you know? I'm thinking about um <laughs> someone specifically who I, I don't really spend time with anymore. I feel like as I've gotten older, things like that, I just have like low tolerance for. That and like flakiness, I just, I'm just, I have other things to do, you know? Um, if you can't be honest with yourself, and you can't hear me being honest with you, I just I don't know what we're doing, you know. Um, so yeah, I guess I just kind of ripped the bandaid off.
1: Yeah, that's that's in- interesting. I guess I better go ask somebody else what they would do. <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. You know, they don't say that, but you know they they do it later. No, and no, they still no, no. Don't no, have an I'm answer kidding. to their problem, and you're like, yes, okay, yes, like, yes, I get it. You don't want to do. I saw a thing that was like. It was a stupid Instagram video. And it was like, I would do anything for eight hours of sleep. And someone was like, well, why don't you go to sleep eight hours before you have to wake up? They're like, absolutely not. And I feel like that's what a lot of these situations are. It's like, there's a clear cut answer here. You just don't want to do it for whatever reason. It might be uncomfortable. It might be too hard. It might involve you like just doing something you don't want to do. But like, that doesn't mean it's not the right answer. It's like a very obvious answer. (laughs) So, Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was wondering because I, that's a good point. Like, I definitely think younger me would get more frustrated and feel yeah. more like personally responsible for what they actually. Yes. Like, if you're yes. asking me my advice, I'm like invested in what you choose. Like, right. This is like I have me. to
0: prevent like- you from making this choice. Yes, or I have to convince
1: you not to do it or something. Yes. And I'd get like really frustrated. I think it was also partial frustration because I'm like, you're going to do something else and then you're going to come back to me either hurt or complaining, or yes. upset, or frustrated, and it's like I could prevent that whole ordeal if you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was a little bit of that too, um, but yeah, I'm with you. Nowadays, when I've had this happen before, and it's different people at different times, and I'm sure yeah. I'm this person sometimes, but um, I've I've done the same. I've straight up said to them, "Hey, look, you're gonna do what you want, mm-hmm. and that's fine." But here's what I here's what I would do, and you're not me. But here's what I would do, or right. like here's what I think you should do. But do you know what? You're gonna do what you want to do, so why don't you just go ahead and do that? <laughs> like, I don't know what the false pretense of you asking my opinion is. Yeah, um, and I think they were a little bit like, oh, huh, okay. And I was like, I mean, right? And I was like, it's not a bad thing. It's just the truth. And they were kind of like, yeah,
0: you're right. And I was like, okay. Good luck with that.
1: So.
0: Yeah. It is hard. Cause it's just kind of like I don't this is just a song and dance, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we are gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna talk more about okay, that later. Can put a pin but in it now. I put a pin in it, and I wanna talk about two things, and then I wanna talk about the third thing. So <laughs> So you ready to talk about three things? Um two things and then the third thing. <laughs> Well, I feel like everything comes to a head at one place, so you know we can't really That's talk right. about all the we'll way get through. There. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um. So Joey tells everybody, "Hey guys, my agent got me a ticket to this play. It's called Why Don't You Like Me: A Bitter Woman's Journey Through Life." So, uh, and then he's like, "I guess you guys can go, but I have to get up really early, so just invite whoever you want for the sixth ticket." Okay. First of all. <laughs> if somebody invited you to go to something like that does not sound appealing and they're not going, you're not going, right? Like, would you go if somebody was like, hey, I have this random ticket to this play you've never heard of, but I'm not going, but you should, (laughs) you know? Like, it's not like, hey, I have tickets to the Oscars or I have tickets to like a Mets game, or you know, something that like people want to yeah. do. Like the title doesn't sound. Yeah, good. It gives it I away. I guess he kind of yeah. says it's a great play, but also I don't know if I trust Joey to decide what plays are great. Um, yeah, I'm in two just, minds here because I feel okay. like
1: on the one hand they maybe they feel that not of me, but I think where I'm seeing kind of this scenario, I wonder if they feel a little bit like. Oh, we like Joey's agent got him these tickets and so they need to be used. Like it's it's almost like a work thing for him, like we're doing him we're, we're going to like make but him look good going. or something. Yeah, he's not going, but I wonder if they kind of feel like But yes, the, and then the other thing is they have seen so much terrible theater on Joey's behalf that yeah. if he's not in it and he's not coming right. I'm not going.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like it, like I said, if it was something like that, or even like, hey, there's this movie premiere, new movies coming out, you guys want these tickets. I feel like that's even an easier sell. But like one woman show under the deli like last time, I, I know I want to get to that. Offered.
1: No, I got offered <laughs> oh. free tickets to Adele. And I was like, mm, no thanks.
0: I know. I had to talk you into go, going to see Billie Eilish.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm a bad "Eh, person to ask because I'll stay home at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Well, the Adele (laughs) concert was outdoors and like lightning thunderstorms and bucketing rain. And I was like, Mm -hmm. look, I'm sure like I sure like Adele's good, but like I don't really want to go stand out in the rain to watch her. And then, yeah, Billie Eilish. For sure. I don't know why we didn't. We were. Oh, I think I was just like, no, I don't know. I don't want to like ask my friend to get us tickets if it's going to be like a burden to him, but that was a fun show.
0: I thought he offered. He did eventually,
1: but I couldn't tell if he was just being nice or if, like oh, okay. I don't I don't know how easy it is and like you know, I didn't want to put him out. Um I did also the other day get offered a friend at work, um the women's soccer is coming to New Zealand for the like FIFA mm-hmm. World Cup. And she's from the Netherlands and she's like, Hey, I've got two tickets, US Netherlands. Do you wanna come? Um, and we work for an airline so we can like fly down there super cheaply, but I'd have to take the day off work and I'm like, Meh. We're already we're already going to the US Portugal, so I'll still get to see the women. Um yeah. the US women's. Well, team play. that's different. Like but you yeah, have a conflict. I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: I guess um, that's true. I just I
1: feel like I get offered stuff but- and I'm like, I'm all right.
0: Yeah, but I also – yeah, I mean, I don't know why you're saying I, – I understand Adele was circumstantial because, like, the weather was terrible and that's just kind of miserable. Um, I've definitely gotten offered stuff before and been like, eh, you know, it's not really my thing. But that's where I think this comes into play. Like, thanks for the offer. And if Joey was in it, for sure. If Joey was going and he's like, hey, we need to, like – it's, one, you know, someone on my agent's roster and we need to fill up the seats. Like, will you guys go with me? Sure. But you don't have to go. Why do we have to go, you know? Um, and Ross says as much and what's, what's not crazy to me, but in my head, if I were Joey, I would cancel at the last minute ah. versus saying I couldn't versus go from the start. Saying, <laughs> yes. ah. Um, but I guess I'm Smart. more devious than Joey. Yes, 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 well, yes. He's trying to be devious, so... So, okay, first of all, Ashley, if you can make a quick synopsis, um, you recently went to two different one woman shows. Two different one woman shows. And one was amazing. (laughs) And one was called Why Don't You Like Me? Why Don't You Like Me? (laughs) Okay, so here's, I'll do the quick synopsis.
1: Um, Some friends were like, there's this play call there's this like one woman play um does anybody want to come and i was like no thanks thinking about you know a bitter woman's journey through life and afterwards they were like one of them was like oh my gosh that was the best piece of theater i've ever seen and i was like mm, okay one person's piece of opinion theater. and then another one <laughs> yeah another one was like that was incredible like words can't describe it was just like mind blowing and so cool and i was like hmm okay you know getting some word of mouth so I ended up going to see it and both of those things were true. It was amazing. It was the picture of Dorian Gray as done by this like Australian theater company, this one woman show. It was so cool. It was like a very modernized version. Um so that was awesome. One of my other friends missed out on tickets. And so he was like, "Oh, and when I say it was awesome, like she got a standing ovation every single night for like the two week run or however long it was. Um, So one of my other friends missed out and he's like, okay, there's this other one woman show that's coming. It's called like Prima fasi or something like that. It's Latin. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Um, I don't want to miss out this time. Like let's get tickets. And I was like, sweet. So I messaged all of those friends that had went and seen the other one. And I was like, all right, who wants tickets? 12 of us. Okay. There was a group of 12 of us. who were like, yep. Tickets. Yep. I bought group tickets, got a discount. And then the like, week before the play, I had asked one of my other friends. I was like, oh, so are you not going to come? And she's like, mm, it seems like some pretty heavy subject matter. I was like, what? I haven't even looked up a synopsis of what this one-woman show is because I was just going off the fact that the last <laughs> one was so good. So I look it up, and it's basically this woman um, is – it's like the story of her becoming a high-powered lawyer. and She's a defendant, and so she's like – defends all types of people and then it kind of gets into how she's defending men accused of sexual assault <laughs> and I was like oh okay wow that's heavy Um and then we went to the play and it's not only that she actually gets sexually assaulted and then has to be the witness and is like on the other side of like how the system it was so heavy and yeah it wasn't a bitter woman's journey through life like she did a freaking incredible job but it was so difficult yeah I the moral of the story is read read what you're going to see but two one-woman shows (laughs) both were actually pretty impressive one more so than the other the the second one the prima facie one was like it literally was in the basement under the theater like it was (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes anyway Hello. so I did not learn from from this episode have you ever seen okay. a one-woman show
0: um I don't think so well I can't remember now if the curious have you seen the curious incident of the dog Are in boot? the night no we're seen that it's really good. And I'm struggling to remember now. I feel like it might be either a one-man show or like where they just had some like um, audio from other people. But I can't ah, okay. remember now. I can't remember now if he interacted with other people. It's really good. If you ever get a chance to go see it, it's fantastic. Um, but it was a really long time ago. So now I can't remember if it was just him or not. Um but I've never seen a one woman show no I've maybe seen a one man show but I also don't do a lot of um a lot of why don't you like me type content <laughs> <laughs> not really my thing um so everybody somehow just falls into line with going to the show and monica comes home one day and hears Stupid Jan Rogers on the voicemail.
1: It saying was Rachel that came
0: home. Oh, who did I say? I think you said Monica. Okay. Well, it was Rachel. I was picturing her in my brain, but I apparently didn't say the right name. Um, <laughs> well, in the brain of Renee, women's yeah. names are interchangeable. Forgot to oh, take my brain have got it too.
1: Medicine.
0: <laughs> I do. Um, but Rachel hears Jan Rogers asking for Joey's address and... Joey's like, Oh yeah, you guys are gonna have a great time. She plays in the message, which is like perfect. That perfect. is the it's so good. It's not just why did you do this? It's like here is the proof. Thank you. No further questions, mm-hmm. your honor. Mm-hmm. Um, case closed. Case Stupid closed Jane I object. <laughs> and then she's like, I can't believe you're throwing a party. And he's like, Well, I only do it every year. And he's like, I didn't have to tell you that. I'm so then than Rachel Jane starts Rogers. to dumber than Jane Rogers. Rachel finally figures it out that he's been doing this every year. It's why he sent them to the nighttime tour of the Button Factory and the Play Honestly, and all this stupid The crap. Medieval
1: Times restaurant, which some people do go to voluntarily.
0: <laughs> I mean, out of all those things, Medieval Times is my pick.
1: Totally. 100%. I've to Medieval 100%. Times before. Me too.
0: Voluntarily. I would, totally, I would volunteer <laughs> to go to Medieval Times. It's expensive. It's a lot of meat. But it is at least yeah. entertainment. I don't want to go to Button yeah. Factory. I don't want to go to no. Why Don't You Like Me. Um, I don't can't remember what else. And that
1: nighttime tour
0: of that museum, Ross, <laughs> I organized that. I organized that. <laughs> um, but it's just so silly that he doesn't just have the party and not tell anybody. Like, he could just have the party and not tell anybody. It's on the roof. They don't go up there. I don't... But I guess he doesn't want them in the building, potentially, like, walking by people. Exactly.
1: And he'd have to, like, I mean, he could get all dressed up and say, oh, I'm going out for a date. But it's like, well, what if people have to go to the bathroom? They're probably using his apartment bathroom and stuff.
0: So. Yeah, that's true. Um. So. You know. She hears the message and he's like, you know, I just don't want you guys to come because you got crazy in front of famous people. And he's like, well, I guess you can come because he doesn't have a choice. And she starts to freak out. And he's like, she's like, I got out of my system. Mm. um,
1: She is the worst one. Well, no, Monica's the worst one. But Rachel's not. I mean, as evidenced last episode when she was down, he like was like, can you come support me? And she was like. Freaking out and screaming at the director and trying to figure out if guys were gay or not. Yeah. (laughs) Just embarrassing. Right.
0: I know. It's like, she doesn't really, I mean, he's like, I was trying to be nice. You're the worst one. So the new plan is everyone's going to the show. Rachel's going to fake out. And, you know, she gets to go to the soap opera party on the roof. When she goes to tell everybody that she doesn't feel good. Monica calls her bluff from her Newcastle's disease, um, which affects chicken and other poultry. Um, <laughs> it's a secretion-born <laughs> virus. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. You um, want my chicken disease? <laughs> yeah, you don't want my chicken disease. Um, the uh, she tries to get out of it, but Monica thinks that she's trying to hit on Joey. Mm-hmm. and which is hard to argue with when she's wearing Refute like a ball gown without. that's right yeah. you know so um she's like you know she's kind of backed into her corner so she's like yeah joey's having a secret day of our live party on the roof and he didn't want me to tell you guys but i came we were here to tell you i came over <laughs> i thought
1: you came over here to say you were sick okay professor or detective <laughs> she and charlie uh, kind of got off on the wrong foot right away didn't they Yes. Charlie is also not flummoxed by Rachel's selfishness. Me and
0: you both no. Charlie. No. Um so then the cat's out of the bag, Joey comes over and he tries to deny it and they tell him to take off his robe and he's <laughs> take not off wearing your anything. Robe. <laughs> But Meanwhile, nice to meet you. <laughs> everybody's at the apartment except Chandler, oh, who has to gosh. sit I... through Roseanne, no, I Barr, love... Rosie O'Donnell doing. Why don't you like? Okay, Me.
1: two things about this. Okay, I love the realization where they're like, this is so fun. Up on, they're on the roof at the party and Phoebe I think is the one who's like this is so great where's Chandler and that's the moment that Monica remembers and she's like I know oh my god Chandler sitting in the front row I know. and it's not Rosie O'Donnell do you recognize this actress
0: you know what is really funny is as I was saying Rosie O'Donnell I was like oh my gosh I know who that is it's the lady from Marvelous Mrs Maisel
1: Yes Alex Borstein yes she I she just plays- realized it the agent, whatever her name is, from um yeah. Marvelous Mrs. Mazel. Oh, yeah. Susie, Susie,
0: Susie. Susie. Um, Why don't you like me? Okay, Chapter I just clicked on one. her name and she is the My voice of Lois period. in Family Guy, which I don't oh. watch, but I still recognize the voice. Yeah, um, that's cool. Alex, yeah. go you. What a yeah.
1: What a good career. What a good career. Because um, she's been doing this forever. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Chapter one. She my must first have been period. young.
0: She must have been young on this episode of Friends. She does not look mm. young, Mm-mm. unfortunately. I mean, just... <laughs> um, but it, you know, it's hard. I feel like the 90s were hard. This is. I always tell people that um, that teacher we had in sixth grade was our English teacher, and then she came back as our like 10th grade English teacher, and then she was our vice principal. Yes. When we were in sixth grade, she was wearing like turtlenecks with like jean jumpers, like apples and worms patches on them, you know, like very like cutesy. And then she came back and she's like a bombshell. But I think that's the big difference between 1997 and 2002. Like there's the fashion changed a lot. She
1: had also got divorced in that time. Mm -hmm. And so I think she went from like frumpy homemaker to like, I'm back out on the scene and I, I still got it. She, like... Yes. We used to, like... She, like, got a makeover and got hair, her hairstyle differently and, like, went and shopped at The Limited instead of Teacher's Warehouse. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say... Oh, oh, this is... um. I forgot it, but I remembered. This is, like, such a little thing, but I love... Um, for some reason, I always notice the line of women in the audience in the row behind Chandler, like, all the extras they're very 90s dressed even though it's early 2000s so I guess it's early 2000s dress with like the um bandana on backwards and just like the Mm -hmm. it's very it's supposed to be like a very like feminist girl power early 2000s audience and I just I don't know I always notice them and I just think that's so funny and I really I don't know I just I really like that that row of women (laughs) extras just fun because they're all like it's all like fun. girl power and like one yeah. of them looks like she's trying not to like break out laughing. Uh,
0: so good. Anyway. So yeah, Chandler, Chandler. is long hell hell forgotten. Is yeah, I know. <laughs> Intermission. Just kidding. Because there are no intermissions in life. It's just <laughs> in life,
1: people. How could you leave me? I don't know. You seem
0: lovely. <laughs> you seem lovely. Um. So. Lastly, we have Ross waiting in the coffee oh, shop yes. for some old fuddy-duddies with tweed elbow patches. These aren't <laughs> tweed. Because yeah. he's a cool, he's not a regular professor. He's a cool professor. He's a cool professor. So he's waiting in the coffee shop for um, two professors that he's supposed to give tours of. And he's, like, really complaining about it. Like, he's acting like this is really putting him out, you know? Oh, yeah. they're just going to be a couple of old windbags. Um, and then in walks... Charlie Wheeler. Not a windbag. Hello. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Hello. Howdy. Aisha Tyler. Hi. She is very pretty. And I like her. Not just because she's pretty. I don't necessarily like the character of Charlie very much. Um... Yeah, what is it about Charlie? She's a bit... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that she's deeply unlikable. I think they try to make her have depth, but she turns out to be kind of shallow. And I think maybe that's it. It's like a dichotomy. she
1: That's a good point. She is a bit shallow. I think it's also like... And I'm jumping ahead, so I can wait. But like when they're talking about who she's dated in the past, I don't know. She just
0: she does seem a little uppity. Yeah. But maybe it's just because we don't know her yet. Maybe. Um, but I do just want to give a shout out to Aisha Tyler's book. It's oh yeah. Like, um, I read it years ago, and I actually don't even. Let me just look up. Oh, it's called Self Inflicted Wounds. But it is all—it's um, kind of like Mindy Kaling's books, where they're just kind of uh, bite-sized anecdotes. Oh. Um, but just—it was really good, and I can't actually think of anything. I mean, I probably read it five years ago, so I can't unfortunately think of anything like stand out about it. But I listened to it on an audiobook, and I really enjoyed it. So if you need a good book, maybe you've read all the books. This one maybe you haven't. I so. just downloaded it on audiobook. Thank you, Renee. Well, you're so welcome. Um, so yeah, she's great. I, I liked also her.
1: She was funny. Downloaded Kingdom of Prep, the J Crew one.
0: Oh, that's also a good audiobook. Very interesting. Um, so I think you know what I just kind of thought of it too. They don't really let Charlie be very funny. She is very stiff. She, yeah, she is. She is very stiff. Yeah. So I don't feel like that there's no like softness to her that makes her mesh well with the rest, you know? Um, And for being so smart, they almost make her kind of ditzy a little bit. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like they gave her a huge leg up other than being a hot paleontologist, you know? (laughs) So, um, but maybe, you know what? I think ultimately we're probably not supposed to get too attached. So that was probably by design. What, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. There's, okay, I don't, There we've talked about this before where like this time of, this type of comedy acting, some people kind of like, fall right into it and others it's just a little bit less believable Mm -hmm. and so I I think it's like Charlie's character is not there's not a lot there to go with no and so it's potentially the character or it's potentially like Aisha Tyler's it's just not as believable yet yeah because it's like is she smart is she uppity is she fun is she standoffish is she shallow like what I don't know she's kind of a little eh but I don't know what it is. But I I, I don't like her more necessarily as, you know, I do. I like her more as this episodes go on, even though I don't like what happens. So we can keep talking. So I can okay. stop talking in code. Um,
0: we can stop talking in code. Um, so Aisha Tyler walks in. And Ross, uh, as Monica says, I think we're just blurry shapes to him now. Uh, Ross is clearly like blown away because he thought he was getting Professor Windbag, and um, he's, he's like, "Okay, a- great. Hi. Let's let's go on the tour right now. Forget about that guy. Because if you're late, don't come at all." Um, and then this guy shows up. This this guy who's allergic to clams and seafood and mollusks mm-hmm. and oysters. <laughs> And king crab. And snow crab. So all shellfish. And cracked crab. Interestingly, no. <laughs> um, When I was watching this, you know, I thought, I was like, are you, is Ashley allergic to anything? Are you allergic to anything? Um, I feel like I would know I this if to you be. were, but. Oh, yeah. Well, you were maybe allergic this should to be a question right? on our best friend no. trivia. You were allergic to chocolate, weren't you? And? and oh gosh peanuts no can i have a hint it's in this episode uh peanuts cashews brazil nuts soap opera parties all nuts oh and all nuts oh, okay it-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You had it. Um. Yes. I I mean, so I had, a, I had a really bad like hives all over my body allergic reaction to eating a chocolate brownie with walnuts in it. And then like two mm-hmm. days later, I had like a chocolate bar with peanuts and I had a horrible all over rash, all over like hives reaction again. And so for a year of my life in like fourth grade, I was not allowed to eat chocolate or any type of nut. Um, and then... Uh, one of the kids in my class, Joe, came back from China, and remember, like in school, when you'd be like, "Oh, we're all gonna he-, like show and tell from Joe's trip to China." <laughs> he brought back some chocolate, and he was like sharing it around, mm. and he like was like, "Oh, you're not allowed to have any," and I was like, "Give me the chocolate," and I was just like, "I'll eat it if I break out in hives, I'll go to the nurse," and then nothing happened, <laughs> and so my parents were like, "Okay, maybe we should go take you to the dermatologist," and I got a <laughs> clean bill of health for all nuts oh. and chocolate. So which is a weird fluke. Um but yeah that's the only there's this weird thing that happens to me. Interestingly, um so there's been times mm-hmm. when I've eaten pad Thai. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes it happens when I'm eating like nachos where my jaw starts to get like it almost feels like my jaw is going numb like on the two sides like where you're jaw is like almost at your ears do you know what I mean like your your top and your bottom jaw come yeah together yeah um and so I was wondering if there's like something in there's some spice or herb or something that's been used herb 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 herb, herb. whichever okay. anyway okay <laughs> um something that's been used um that i'm like mildly allergic to in like large quantities but i haven't figured out what it is it could be like an msg thing yeah possibly it could be
0: what about you you're not allergic to anything um no i'm not i the only time i've ever had any type of allergic reaction and i don't even know that this was an allergic reaction as more of like a contact reaction i guess this happened twice Um, When I was in fourth grade, we tie-dyed t-shirts, and I just wore mine. I didn't know you had to wash it first. Oh, yeah, you didn't wash your... And so my entire belly was hives, which Mm -hmm. went away, you know, once I bathed, basically, and had time for it to go down. It was fine. Um, And then the only other time, when we went to Greece last year for our 10-year anniversary, my suitcase did not come to Greece for our 10year anniversary. And <laughs> your suitcase had her own little vacation. My suitcase wanted to do a little more traveling. It went I think it went to Paris. Um, it went a lot of places but we did retrieve it, which is all I cared about. I was like, I don't need it for this trip. I just need it back someday. Um, but mm-hmm. Matt had had like a premonition basically that our suitcases were were gonna get lost. And so he's like, I'm carrying on. And I was like, okay, well, I just, I want to check my bag. Like, I want to bring some cute outfits. I want to bring more than one pair of shoes. We're going for 10 days. Like, I want to check my bag. And he was like, okay, just put like one packing cube of clothes in my bag. And I was like, okay. So I wore like sweatpants and a t-shirt on the plane. And like, um, I used like a sarong as like a blanket kind of thing. And... Then in the Uh bag, I packed one bathing suit, a pair of black shorts, a black tank top. And then my friend, I bought this little like two-piece set. It's like an orange halter top and then like wide leg orange pants. It was like linen-y, probably not real linen, but you know. And my friend Steph altered the pants for me because they were like four inches too long for my shorty little legs. (laughs) And she dropped it off at my house like, the day we were leaving. And so I just shoved it in Matt's bag because it was open. Um, and then I put one, one pair of underwear in there. And so that is what I had <laughs> for this trip for, like, the first six oh, days. Oh, gosh. And then I had the tiniest amount. Like, I brought enough basically just to use on the plane, like, facial moisturizer. And that was it. Like, I didn't have any of my stuff. So I had to go buy <clears throat> everything. I'm using like the shampoo and the body wash at the hotel, but I had to go buy like Mm.
1: toothpaste
0: and sunscreen and Mm. face lotion. You know, I'm like, I bought minimally because I'm like, I want my stuff, but I need like these essentials. So I got face wash, face lotion, body sunscreen, face sunscreen. And then I bought perfume because I just wear perfume every day. I love wearing perfume. I feel like naked without, oh, and I bought um, deodorant. And I bought this perfume, <laughs> funny enough, Mykonos, which is like the teeniest little island. Like the town in Mykonos is so tiny. Cars don't even drive through it. You just walk. Um, they had a Sephora, which I was shocked by. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking, OK, they have a Sephora. I can get mascara. I can get like bronzer and I can get like a travel size perfume, you know. This place did not sell travel size perfume. They only sold giant bottles of perfume, which I was like, if they sold travel size <laughs> perfumes, I think they would sell a million because how often do people like forget that kind of thing, lose their bag, all of the above? And I'm like, I'm not buying a 150 euro bottle of perfume or just, that like, I don't want. want a want. small little souvenir. I guess it's Sephora, yeah. so, but it's like, oh, I bought this in Greece. Yeah, but so. But regular Sephora sells travel size. So I'm just like, I don't understand why they wouldn't. It seems like an easy grab to me. None of their stuff was travel size. And Sephora in the States has travel size everything. So I'm like, I would have loved, I would have bought all my makeup travel sized if they had it. But I just didn't want to buy all that stuff. Anyway, so they didn't have perfume, but I really want a perfume. And we went into this. I struggled to call this a drugstore. It was like, if a CVS and a crack den... Kind of merged. Um, a lot of the shelves were like partially empty, and it was like a lot of like opened packages and all this random stuff. They had cosmetics in the back, and I swear it was all brands like Dream Moose, like stuff that we would use in high school or that was popular when we were in high school. And I was like, these have been here forever. But what they had at the front of the store is all these different perfumes that were like inspired by, you know, this perfume is as good as Giorgio kind of thing. So, Uh. and the girl knew all about them. She's like, okay, so this one has like bottom notes, top notes. You know, she's like telling me all this stuff. We smell a bunch of them. We spray them on the little sticks or, you know, the little like paper things. And finally I land on one and I'm like, okay, great. I have my perfume. I like feel like myself. This is great. Well, the next day, my arms were covered in bumps and like my chest. <gasps> oh, no. I assume it was the perfume, but it's hard to know because I was literally using everything different, you know? It's like very hard to narrow that down when you've – because at first I was like, I haven't used anything different. And I'm like, what am I talking about? Everything on my body is foreign, literally. <laughs> um, but I had a feeling it was the perfume because of the place I bought it from. <laughs> So I had like little tiny bumps all over my arms, but that's all of the allergies I have is to bad perfume, I guess, and clothing dye. Um okay. yeah. So playing it fast and loose with the word interesting, I know. <clears throat> and now um, we know everything that Renee <laughs> is allergic to. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. S- Professor Spafford. <laughs> <laughs> Now, when I get back, I'll tell you <laughs> each type of magazine I subscribed to as a child. Um, so we, anyway, so Professor What's-His-Name gives them these annoying lists, or really interesting lists, depending on who you are. And then he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom. And Charlie, which I think this is probably her most, like, fun and fancy free moment of the entire series is like let's ditch him you know but like he might yeah fast so let's go (laughs) she's like there's just like he's I'm so bored like we have to
1: it is a bit like because he's just not letting anyone else get a word in edgewise yes and I think it's one thing to be like okay this guy's not as fun whatever they could always be like All right, well, it's four o'clock, so we're I'm you know, bye guys. And then he could always be like, Hey Charlie, do you wanna like hang out? Just the two of us. But the fact that he's like, So where did you go to undergrad? And he's like, I'm also allergic to and it's like, buddy, like read the room. Yeah. I feel like he
0: has like a social deficiency. Ineptitude. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, he's just he can't read the room. Um, unfortunately, it's the room is not available to his senses. Um, but yeah, so they ditch him and they go back to the apartment. And Ashley, uh, do you want to tell them about the scene they cut out? Cause I don't even really remember it. The scene that they cut out.
1: Oh yes. There's a little scene. I think it's in the hallway, um, where, so it's like right after they ditch professor Spafford and before they, um, cause you know, they go in and then, um, I think that's when Ross introduces Charlie to everybody. And that's when Rachel's like, I think I have that Newcastle. So they're like in the hallway. And (laughs) um, Charlie's like, she says like, oh, you know, I'm so happy we were able to salvage the day Like after all. And he's like, yeah, you know, it it actually was really fun. I I wasn't sure how this was going to go. But like, this was actually a really fun time. And she goes, oh, and we just got so lucky that you don't have class on Tuesdays. (laughs) And Ross is like, Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like he obviously just like skipped his class.
0: Yeah, I mean, to hang out who with wouldn't Charlie. hubba hubba. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he brings everybody back and introduces them, and um, he's like, yeah, she's really cool. You know, she's really fun. We have so much in common. da da. da, da. And then Rachel spills the beans about the soap opera party, and so now everybody is going to the soap opera party except. Chandler, as we've mentioned, he is otherwise engaged. Um, So now we're on the roof. Okay, we're finally at the soap opera party, and Joey is hobnobbing, and Monica is accosting soap opera stars. And there are these guys are real soap opera stars, which makes sense because Days of Our Lives is on... But I love it. Yeah. Kyle Louder kind of looks like the teacher and never been kissed. He's not though. Yes, oh my gosh, he does. He really does. Um, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. Um. So yeah, we've got some some real uh, soap opera people. Which that's is actually
1: cool. so fun that there's yeah. actually
0: so I guess if you watch soap operas and you were
1: watching this episode of friends you would be like oh my gosh these are actually days of our lives people that's cool
0: I do know that one I can't remember oh um I don't remember actually what happens in the scene I just remember she's in a hospital bed with like a wrap on her head her name's hope and <laughs> oh she's okay on days of our lives I can't remember um, what Joey is doing in that scene but she's actually on days of our lives I know that from my brief stint of watching Days of Our Lives when I was in 5th grade. <laughs> um but yeah, so she was real too, but I think because Days of Our Lives was on NBC, they took advantage of that, which is probably also ah. the reason they could say Days of Our Lives and didn't make up like Glamour Street or, oh. you know.
1: Do you know I just clicked on one of the one of the um soap actresses. She's so she is in Days of Our Lives or was, And her actress name was Mimi Lockhart. And don't they do Jessica Lockhart? So they like actually use some of the real yes. names and
0: stuff or close names. Okay. Yeah. Well, because in that episode, Jessica Lockhart, her daughter is in it. But that's Susan Sarandon's real daughter. Yeah. And I don't think okay. she was on Days of Our Lives.
1: One of these actresses. She was in Days of Uh Farrah Fath was in Days of Our Lives from 1999 to 2018 but she was also in one life to live as Gigi Marasco from 2007 Whoa. to 2012 so she was on two different like girlfriend well, was like busy. years how i wonder if like they don't do like crossovers right no obviously she was two different people Mimi and Gigi yeah. that is 99 to 2018. Okay. Yeah. So that's like what? Almost 10 years. 20
0: years. Oh, 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 10.
1: No, no, you're right. 20. Over yeah, 20. 20.
0: No, 18, 19. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Wow. And then One Life to Live, she was on for like five years. Seven,
0: eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Five or six years. Okay. So I just did wow. the math. I didn't on know her that you could do 858 both. episodes from 99 to 2018. That's. 42 episodes a year.
1: Oh my which gosh. Which is not very many. So that's literally
0: like. For a soap opera. Soap operas are on every day.
1: Oh, so I guess. Okay. Okay. Because I was like. I that's think one week. I think they take the summer okay, off. That's not a lot. But
0: they're on every day. So she was on. So I wonder if her character died off and came back. And in yeah, the interim. she must have been in and out. In the interim. Oh, she was on. in the interim. One life to live. She was on
1: one life to live.
0: Yeah. Gigi. That must be it. Nay nee, Mimi. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Which also she's okay. listed as fun. Gigi Morasco Balsam, Gigi Morasco, and Stacy Morasco. She she must be an evil twin. <gasps> fun. Or she forgot fun. who she Okay, cool. That's have fun. To deliver twins tomorrow, but only one of them is mine. Is mine.
1: I could totally see how if you were just like, I just want something like consumable with a lot of episodes to just like binge.
0: This would be what. Yeah. You, know what I mean? you just get into it. I mean, yeah. I mean, these shows have been on for decades. Mm-hmm. You probably could not catch up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, true. It's like, <laughs> like probably impossible. Every day for decades. Wow. Jeez. Since like the '60s for a lot of them crazy um so they're you know talking to movie stars monica's losing her mind with her sheer blouse and um as you mentioned phoebe was like uh you might remember you're married Where is Chandler? She's like, oh my gosh, Chandler. (laughs) Um, I would have never got married if I knew I was coming to this party. Yeah, I know. Because she's like, okay, Rachel, you're getting uh, an autograph. I want one. Okay, and none of this best wishes crap. I want love. (laughs) But we find out that Rachel is getting a phone number. She's getting the digits. Some phone numbers. Or being given a phone number, getting a phone number. I can't remember. She's getting
1: them because she's getting a whole stack of cocktail napkins with phone numbers on them. Which is, yeah. Get get it, Rach.
0: Get it, girl. And uh, Monica makes a good point. She's like, you know, maybe you could just call one of these guys and not call Joey, you know? And she's like, maybe, maybe. Um, But later, uh, she kind of resolves to go against that. Because she's like, I just want to do it, you know? Um, Meanwhile, we've got Charlie and Ross chit-chatting. She's learning. He's learning a lot about her. And uh, he's like, you know, are you sad to leave Boston? She's like, no, I'm getting over a breakup with this former Nobel Prize winner, Albert Wintermeyer.
1: Mm. Albie, yeah. Albie. Um, This is part of what's unlikable when we were talking about before. Because... I mean I guess she's just telling factual
0: Yes, and I guess stories. Ross brings his name up. She's he's like, Oh, it must be hard working at Harvard alongside people like Albert Wintermeyer. And she's and like, she's actually like, that's actually, who I broke up with. That's who I
1: broke up with. That's yeah. true. She's not the one so, who says
0: it. No. <clears throat> um but but I feel like she didn't have to keep going right away because she was like well he had a lot of issues and he was really insecure because what's more intimidating the guy who won a Nobel Prize a guy who won well two. Ross
1: asks again Ross asks it, it I know it does, but yeah I'm she, kind of seeing it now
0: a little bit yeah. more from her
1: side though like think about when you first meet somebody and they're interested in an aspect about your yeah, life that's true and if like I mean she's probably like proud of the fact that like she's you know what I mean? Like it's almost like yeah, good for you. Like you're smart and successful, and you've dated people who are smart and successful. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's sometimes I th- I can see. Like I know that I do that. I think with somebody, I won't offer the information, but if they're asking questions, it's kind of like, well, actually, yeah, yeah, that's And true. you kind of divulge. So maybe it's not on her. But um, there was my high then... school boyfriend. Although he just won the MacArthur Genius Grant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's where you could just kind of like taper it off. You could just leave that out. Yeah, that's right. It's clear where like what this is putting out there, Um, but Ross deduces that she only dates Nobel Prize winners, and he's mad at himself for doing Mm -hmm. the impression of Joan Rivers as an early amphibian and also the woolly mammoth chopsticks, Um, (laughs) and um, yeah, so. Uh, then we have Dirk, who is trying to holler at Charlie. Um, and Ross is like, you know, I'd keep it moving, Dirk. Keep it <laughs> well, moving. Well, he's
1: like, she only dates smart
0: guys. And he's like, that's yep. cool. And he's <laughs> like, okay. Um, so Phoebe gives gives Ross a really sweet pep talk. Um, and she's like, you know, she dated these guys. She also broke up with them and yeah, you're, you're smart. You're funny. You're kind, you know, let her see that, you know, it's really and sweet. And sexy. Sure. Show her all sure. that. Sure, <laughs> It's true though. She's right. It's like, why,
1: why count yourself out? Like You're just assuming. Cause she, you know, yeah. She, and he's like, I have my whole career ahead of me. Like mm-hmm. I, I could be. You know, I could grow into that. Or whatever. It's true. I don't know why he's, I do know why. But she's given good advice to be like, don't assume that because yeah. you don't also have those things, you've got all these other great things. And she's clearly looking for more than just a Nobel Prize.
0: Yeah. Because Car- Charlie herself said that. She's like, yeah, he's brilliant. And while that is one, the thing everyone looks for in a boyfriend, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, still wasn't there. So I, I actually wanted to ask you, though, What do you think of Raynon's new theory of species, veterination, and segmented arthropods?
1: I thought it was a little out there, but he had some good points.
0: (laughs) I tried really hard to find out what that actually was, and I couldn't. So it might not be real.
1: Uh, I'm Um, not going to try to guess. I mean, we know what arthropods are, variegated, I don't know, whatever. Segmented
0: arthropods is where you have, like, like an ant. They have all the different chambers um, of their body. I mean, you know more than I do currently, because no. I have no idea. But I thought I could find what it was and then make you guess. <laughs> and I couldn't, so you're off the hook. Joke's on you. Um. So yeah, so Phoebe gives him the peck talk. And he's like, OK, I'm going to do this. And at the same time, Rachel's yeah. like, I changed my mind. I'm going to kiss Joey. I'm going to go for it. And... um. You know, yeah, Monica she, tries to well, talk well, her out of it. She's guys. like, just kiss one of these guys. Yeah, and
1: and so, cause she's like, she's got all these guys hitting on her. She's getting all their phone numbers, flirting, having fun. But she realizes, like, okay, so there's all these hot guys giving me their numbers. But, like, I'm not interested. I just like Joey. Yep. And so it's kind of like a realization, you know? Yeah. It's like
0: yeah. the connection or whatever. Yep, she can't let it go. So she's like, Monica's like, okay, well, I can't stop you. And... um. Ross and Rachel are like, hey, have you seen Joey? Have you seen Charlie? And Joey and Charlie are kissing. <sighs> um, kissing kissin in the dark corner
1: where there's no lights. So oh my gosh, you can see you them on the balcony this? even if
0: there are no lights. Um, So I think this feels about right, mainly because... Charlie's made it clear that she's kind of like over dating really smart. I think it seems like she's like not very interested in dating really smart guys. Um, The way that she was like, yeah, well, you know, yeah, he's brilliant, but he has his issues and um, Joey is kind of like the perfect fluff filler, you know, (laughs) like nothing serious hot actor why not why wouldn't you make out with him at a party you know what I mean Um, and also I guess Ross and Charlie are gonna work together so she may have just not have even like considered that Um, Uh, that is such a good point I didn't think about that and like yeah I don't know like I, I just feel like I am not getting vibes from her that she's interested in Ross It does feel like it went really fast where like he leaves her for five minutes at the party and she's already like making out in the corner with Joey. But, um, and that Joey's friend was like, Hey, are you with that girl? So, you know, he didn't say to Joey, yeah, I really like her. I'm going to ask her out. He like kept it vague. So I don't fault Joey at all. I don't fault either of them. They're perfectly available. Um, yeah. So but, that's yeah. my that's where I was thinking back because it does feel like, okay,
1: such a good point that Charlie is going to have to work with Ross. Yeah. And so she's probably kind of like, let's not go down that road. She sounds yeah. like she's already dated her colleagues in the past and she's now yep. having to leave the city she lives in because yeah. of that. Um so I could see that and I appreciate that like they did hit it off quite well, but who's to say that wasn't just like as a friend thing either, um, with Ross. I guess I was thinking, like, when Joey and Dirk come up and ask, like, hey, Ross, Dirk wants to know if that woman you brought, like, are you with her? It was nice of Dirk to do that and not just, like, muscle in. And maybe Joey made him because it's his best friend. But um, but you're right. Ross – all Ross says is she only dates smart guys. He doesn't yeah. say anything. And he is, like, a little bit being – he's being a little bit, like, uh, But he's not – he's not really enough – to tell that he's bummed himself yeah and so you're right because I was like well Joey was witness to that entire conversation like what did he pick up and so like I guess if Dirk wasn't going for her or she wasn't interested he swooped in or he just swooped in before Dirk who knows yeah but I guess a little bit I was thinking like isn't that a little awkward to like go hang out with this guy you just met who's going to be your new colleague and then you like make out with his friends but she doesn't know how close they are joey's very charming and you make a really good point like they're at a party hot actors hitting on you like what's the harm i guess maybe she's just like oh well whatever so we like we like made out you know what i mean like yeah exactly who who cares that's what i would think i can see it like
0: you're in yeah, a new town, you find you're like my first night in New York. I end up at a soap opera roof party, roof like, party, and like making you know, out with a hot, you know, yeah, soap actor. That's like fun. it's fun. Just you get
1: swept into it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like not okay, that she's right. on
0: the rebound in a bad way, but like she's newly single, ready to mingle. Find yourself in kind of an exciting situation. Like, yeah, I mean, I probably would be making out with Joey too. So not that that you know. I thought that should be our barometer, but um, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, I think get it. It's, it's kind of like a no rights, harm, no foul. For sure. From Charlie's perspective, <clears throat> for sure. Like, who, because yeah. truly, she doesn't, she might work with Ross, but it's not like she's planning to hang out with this group of people every day. Like, for all she knows, she may never see Joey again and be fine with that, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, but. Definitely. Sucks for Ross and Rachel though. Ross and Rachel's yeah. parades. Do we do the plan laugh or what? This <laughs> the way that
1: like <laughs> Rachel's staring and like Ross is like, Rachel, where and then she kind of just like nods her head yeah. really violently in the corner. It's like Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not, not <clears> good
1: <throat> for Rachel.
0: No. 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 Not good. There um, are yeah, things so, that end up happening that I
1: want to question, but that's not till next episode. So we okay. can we can wait with the whole Charlie Joey whatever whatever. We'll get there next okay. week. But yeah, for now you're
0: right. It just sucks, but can't fault them. Well, yeah, um, yeah, we can't. We better. Um, we want to get acrimonious about this though. So we'll, we'll probably yeah, wrap we it up get acrimonious. soon. <laughs> Um. Finally, at the very end of the episode, we have Chandler being like, "Guys, I'm so glad you came to this play with me. It was really important." And then he's like, "Sucka, see ya." (laughs) Traps Monica and Phoebe. Uh, Like, why? Why only Monica and Phoebe are being tortured? Maybe they're the only ones that said yes. He's he wants to get back at
1: Monica, right? For yeah, I guess that's dishing him, and then like getting her bra signed. But then Phoebe's like oh, Chandler, thank you so much for getting us these tickets. And he's like, yeah. oh, it was so
0: meaningful. So yeah, just she got suckered into it. Also, let's talk about how this is kind of almost a plot point that doesn't exist anymore because everyone has cell phones. It actually bothers yes. me in shows now when people are like, oh, I don't know what they're doing. Or, and I'm like, you call, you text, like, come on. We can get around this, Um, but it stands to reason in 2003 Mm -hmm. that he may not have brought his cell phone with him, or wouldn't have it on, or pager. Yes, Yes, that's correct.
1: Um, This this that's also why when my roommate ate my leftovers and was like, "Oh, I didn't know if you were going to eat them," and I was like, "Oh, okay. So when did you text or call me to ask or message me on Facebook or send me a WhatsApp or no? Oh, okay." Oh, okay,
0: got it. Loud and clear. Mm, not cute. Wow. Not cute and in clear. this age. No, yeah. it's it's not hard to get the information, you know, on that kind of thing. Yeah. So, anyway, um, let's get acrimonious and put a bow on that. But we will be back. Okay. Next week. Next week. We are just flying with... through this season. Oh my gosh, um, it's crazy. It is really crazy. So next week we'll be back with the one with the fertility test. Yeah, and we'll open kind of a whole new mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. It's exciting. Yep. Whole new can of worms. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.